Hi, I'm AJ, your host. When we leave this world, all that is left of us are our stories and photographs. If our words no longer flow from our breath, it is up to those we leave behind to tell our tales of a life well lived. If you are in the mood for a story, then you have come to the right place. So take a seat, friend, as you are in for a Johnson's Tale. Welcome to the Johnson's Tales podcast. Of you who know me probably know I've been a teacher most of my life. It's been a paradox for me, though. I was trained to be a teacher in the conventional sense. I went to college and was indoctrinated into their way of what they thought was education. It wasn't until I actually started teaching that my real education began. I was so lucky to have had the opportunity to teach at my reservation. I found most of the theories I had been taught fell short of the mark. I was lucky enough to observe the many elders we had at the school, people like Earl Thomas, Pipe, Cookie Morrow, and of course, Bill Sutton. They showed me how to reach students with a hands-on approach, teaching by example, and love what you do. When I got to the University of Wisconsin-Superior, they asked me to develop a First Nations Studies minor. It was difficult because I didn't understand the tradition of course structure. I had many battles to get courses approved because they were going to be offered the Native way. Timing is everything. And it was during the time right after the Voight decision, and we were supposed to help change how people saw exercising treaty rights. I'm still proud of the curriculum we put together at the University of Wisconsin-Superior. One of the hardest classes to get approved was my Ojibwe culture class. I didn't have a textbook or research for them to do, and best part, there were no tests. The curriculum committee looked at me as if I was from another world. Little did they know, I was. (laughs) It was a course where students would experience culture firsthand. I took them out, and we did cultural experiences in the field. We built a wigwam on campus. They attended powwows. We went ricing. We visited with the people on the reservations. We did a lot of storytelling, too. We even went winter camping. It was wonderful to watch how these students went through changes throughout the semester. They walked in the door knowing very little about Native culture, and they left with new knowledge that they could go out and share. I miss that course very much. Many said I changed their lives. So that is why I keep telling my stories. So I hope you don't mind. It's a bonus, AJ's tale. Yes, hi guys, it's me, AJ, the voice behind the Johnson Tales podcast. I went to college at the University of Wisconsin-Superior. As you know, if you've listened to the bonus episode, that's actually where I met Gary. And I took quite a few of his courses, including the Ojibwe culture class. And I remember looking at the syllabus like, you don't want me to buy any books? There's no tests? There's nothing for me to research? Like... When it comes to education, I, AJ, am a very black and white thinker. I think progress is measured by research and projects and tests. 
And that wasn't Gary's way of thinking. And he knew that that class for me was going to be a stretch. Like I had avoided it. I avoided that class like it was the plague because I had heard about it. I had heard about the winter camping, the adventures that they went on. And I was like, that's cool, but I need a book, something to research, a test, something to tell me that I'm doing all right. I need something. I took that class in the fall and we went wild ricing. That was one of the activities we did was wild ricing. And before we went wild ricing, somebody had told me, hey, don't you have a really healthy fear of spiders? And I was like, yes, I do. I am terrified by them. Doesn't matter if it's like the size of a pinhead or the size of a dinner plate. I am running. And back then I could still run. I am running away from that spider. And as we were driving over there, I was in the vehicle with Gary sitting in the front. And I was like, um, will there be spiders? I'm terrified of spiders. If they go into our canoe, we may have a disaster. And I don't know if that's bad luck or not. If all of the wild rice like ends up in the lake. And he took one. He was like, oh yeah, that's right. You don't like spiders. And I'm like, no, I don't. My grandma got bit by one. She lost her leg. I don't want to follow the same course. And he said, that's okay. You can stay on shore. There's work for you to do on shore. So I watched my classmates get into canoes and they were out there like wild ricing, hitting the canes into the canoes. And a lot of them were like, girl, be glad you did not go out there. There was like a spider like this big that went into our canoe. And I was just like, like shivering on the shore just at the sight and the thought of the spider. So I helped. I did things on the shore. And before we wrapped up for the day, Gary knew that I liked to canoe. We had talked about it before. I canoed the Navicoggin, Boundary Waters, you name it. I've canoed it. And he said, hey, kid, you want to go canoeing? And I was like, we're not going to go into the rice, are we? Because I don't want a spider in our canoe. And he was like, no, no, no. We won't go knock rice into the canoe. He's like, no, I don't need you flipping a canoe and getting rice in the water. So we went over to the canoes and... I pick up my paddle and lo and behold, under the paddle, there's this giant spider, real big, like terrifyingly big, like could eat a small child or a small dog big. And Gary saw the look of like terror in my face and I bolted. I ran, I ran from that thing and he's just sitting there laughing. He's just laughing his head off. And I was like, it's a man-eating spider. It's going to eat me. It's going to take my leg off. It's going to, it's huge. It's going to eat me. He never let me live that one down. Because guys, the spider was like smaller than a nickel. Smaller than a nickel. But if anybody asks, just say that I ran into a man-eating spider that day and not a spider the size of a nickel. Gary checked that canoe from every angle. He even lifted the spider out and sent it off on its way to freedom. I watched all this from a safe distance. I'm pretty sure Gary was extremely thorough because he didn't want to go for a swim that day. He finally convinced me to come over, explained to me that the eight-legged man-eating spider, the size of a nickel, was gone. But while we were out on the lake canoeing, he didn't let me live it down. Kid, don't look over your shoulder. I see little legs trying to come into the canoe. Oh, be careful where you put your paddle. 
one's looking for a lifeboat. Like he picked on me the entire time. That was how you knew if Gary liked you. He picked on you openly, openly, and in a very loving way. In case you're wondering, I did pass Ojibwe culture with flying colors. Like I said, it was a stretch for me because I'm used to having something to research, to read, a test to study for. But in reality, what I got was one of the best experiences of my life. That class was so much fun. And I learned. I learned by doing. I learned by visiting with elders. I learned by exploring the reservations around us. I learned simply by taking part, showing up, and doing. At the beginning of the semester, so many people walk into that class having little to no knowledge of Ojibwe culture, and they leave at the end of the semester knowing a whole lot. And then they go out and they share that knowledge with others. At the end of Gary's story, he said that some people told him that he made a difference. Towards the end of his life, he posted a few times on Facebook that he wondered if he truly made a difference. Well, I'm here to tell you, Gary Johnson, you made a difference. The way you taught, the way you mentored students made a difference. Because a little piece of your heart, a little piece of your soul, when that degree was handed to them, or even if they just decided to leave because college wasn't for them, they walked away with a little piece of you and they will carry that for the rest of their days. Because you, sir, you broke the societal norms. You broke what teaching was. You broke what teaching was. And you made it into what teaching could be. A difference you did make. Back away from your pause button. We are not done yet. I have one more tale for you. As director of the First Nation Center, I tried to find ways to provide insights into Native culture. We tried to bring people together so they could experience what Native people do and how we see the world from a different perspective. This would have been the weekend for our fall walk around. We would gather at Patterson Park. I would talk about living in sync with Mother Earth and noticing the changes as we move towards winter. Then we would offer a SEMA walk around the lake, enjoying the colors and putting our feet on Mother Earth. After our walk, we would gather to eat. I would make my world-famous chili and cornbread. It was so good seeing people from past walks and meeting new people too. I really miss that event. Those of you who are in the know know that Gary liked to make an extremely, in my opinion, extremely spicy chili. There is a secret club, yes, a secret club of citizens who cannot handle the Johnson chili. So he would make a special little pot of chili on the side that was mild because he didn't want to see any of us cry because our mouths were on fire from his chili. And it didn't matter how much water you drink or how much cornbread you ate. I am one of those people and my mouth was literally on fire odd fight like all I could taste was heat so yes I am a proud member of the Gary Johnson mild secret secret mild chili club 
As we mentioned in the last story, Patterson Park was probably one of Gary's most favorite places on earth besides his backyard. It didn't matter what time of year, Gary was always bringing students out to enjoy the park. In the fall, we did the fall walk around. He would drag kids out there in the freezing cold to take them camping. I never did that because I like warmth and I don't want to freeze my ass off, quite frankly. And in the spring, we would gather for an end of the year celebration, or we'd just go out there to hike and learn about nature and enjoy the view. Gary's celebration of life was actually held at Patterson Park at Little Manitou Falls. And after he passed, I was thinking of ways that we could honor him, honor his life, his legacy that he had. And one of the things that I looked into and one of the things that we have done is adopt a trail inside Patterson Park. Here's the kicker. Patterson Park has been around for a very long time, yet Friends of Gary Johnson, that's our official group name, the Friends of Gary Johnson, is actually the very first group to ever adopt a trail inside Patterson State Park. The DNR was both excited and nervous when they got our application. They were excited to get the extra help. But they were also scrambling because they had never done it before. And they had to reach out to their supervisor, their superintendent, to see what all needed to be done. If you are in the Twin Ports area, or maybe you have some children that accidentally drank a bunch of coffee and are overly caffeinated and you need to calm them down, we will be looking for volunteers. Yes, we need many hands, many volunteers to carry out Gary's legacy in the park with trail maintenance. Don't worry, you don't have to be handy or good with power tools. The rangers inside Patterson Park will be directing us on what their needs are. If you are looking for the adopted trail signs, those signs have been ordered. And if you go to Patterson Park, just walk the Beaver Trail and you will see the signs because we adopted 1.5 miles of the Beaver Trail that goes around the lake. If you have been to Patterson Park for the fall walk around, it is the trail that you walk around before you eat the fire chili. Yes, you go walk around the lake and then you eat the fire chili. Look for that. And if you are looking for updates, you want to know how you can volunteer, you want to help. We've also adopted a section of State Road 35 in between Patterson Park and his former residence. You can go to johnsontails.com to look for updates, or you can join the Friends of Gary Johnson Facebook group. We will try to keep you updated as much as we can and post advance notice. I can tell you, everybody, put Earth Day on your calendars. Earth Day 2022 on your calendars because Patterson Park has requested our help on Earth Day. So Earth Day 2022. Have a great week, guys. And as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that tale as much as I did. If you would like to find out more about Gary Johnson and the story you just heard, head on over to johnsonstales.com. Did you know Gary? Do you have a story to share? 
send it on over to johnsontales at gmail.com. Take care and I will see you next week for another Johnson's Tale. Thank you.